Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of Social Media Manager Confidential. If this is your first episode, a special welcome and shout out to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if this is not your first episode and you're coming back every single week, thank you so much for being here and letting me know what you love about this show. I am really excited to chat with Maya Shell today. We talked about burnout, creativity, what it's like to be a social media manager for a company rather than self-employed. And she shares so many great insights and I just love chatting with her. It was so much fun. So here we go. Social media management is notorious for being high pressure, competitive, and changing literally every day which is why it isn't surprising that most social media managers get burned out within the first two years. So how do you keep going? How do you stay up with the latest updates, protect your mental health, and build a successful social media management business that supports your lifestyle goals? Whether that's working from home with your kiddos or jet-setting around the world, that's what this show is all about. Welcome to Social Media Manager Confidential. I'm Shantae Gorman, founder of a six-figure social media management agency and mentor to social media managers. And I'm here to dish on the ins and outs of the social media management world without any of the gatekeeping that can come along with it. You'll learn, you'll laugh, and you'll leave each episode inspired. Let's dive into today's episode. I am back with Maya. Maya Shell is an ambitious recent college grad who has spent the past year deep diving into the world of social media management. Maya is a social media manager at Cloud Campaign and promotes their amazing social media management platform and helps provide educational and inspirational resources to other SMMs. Cloud Campaign works with over 32,000 marketing agencies from small to large to help provide them with the most powerful and affordable tools so they can grow and scale their businesses. In Maya's personal life, she is passionate about the power of personal branding, empowering women, and her very fluffy cat, Lumi. (laughs) Hi, Maya. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm good. I'm excited to have you on. I have to say, when I saw that picture of your cat, Lumi, that you shared in the community, I was just like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Lumi is the cutest cat I have ever seen. And that is my cat can't hear me, thankfully, but like your cat is the cutest, fluffiest thing. I cannot handle it. Thank you. Yes, I, he's adorable. He's a little demon sometimes, but it, it's easier to manage because he is so cute. So, yeah, it's like it's like extra secret weapon. He yes. gets away with things because he's so cute. Yeah, he's a little flower patch kid. So. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm excited to have you. Um, so you are the first social media manager who is not self-employed I'm having on the podcast. Okay, so if you kind of want to talk about your, I guess, your role and what it is you do and then like your day-to-day, can you give us a, an idea of what it's like? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm not self-employed. I work for Cloud Campaign, as we mentioned in the intro. And I actually started a year ago, like yesterday. So it's been my first year. This is my first full-time corporate job out of college. And I actually started as an intern last summer and they kind of like, I moved out here from Ohio. So I'm in Boulder, Colorado now. So graduate college, moved out, you know, halfway across the country, started an internship here and it was just so great. And, you know, we just were a good fit. So they brought me on full time. So now I've been here, yeah, like a year, which is awesome. 
But yeah, so I'm the only social media manager at Cloud Campaign, and I work in a very small marketing team. There's a total of three of us. That's actually been really great because, yes, I focus on our social media, but if I have any ideas for anything, I kind of get to put my input in and help out the business in a lot of different ways. So it's been really awesome kind of this being my first full-time gig because I'm not like stuck in a small social media box. I can branch out and try different things and learn. So it's been really awesome in that regard. But my day-to-day kind of more is I start out the day by doing like community management. So I look at what's being commented on all of our social pages, who's DMing us, doing some engagement and social listening, some stuff like that. And then after that, I kind of look at, you know, what do we have going on? Do we have a new feature being released? Do I need to make real for that? Do I need to work on a story announcement or something? And if there's no priorities like that, then I will just go about my day, you know, writing a new blog for an idea I had, or I will work on our content calendar because I own the content calendar, as I'd assume most social media managers do. So yeah, then I kind of put together that and get it all ready, send it through our approvals process. And yeah, so something like that is a usual day. Okay, I love it. There's a lot of creating involved. And I think it's amazing being able to work for a company, but also your team is still small enough where it's like you have a voice and a say and like your input is still there, where I think a lot of larger corporations, there's a lot more like red tape. Yeah, there's no legal team I have to go through. I just like move my computer over and like, hey, does this look good? My manager goes, yep, great. I'm like, great, let's send it out. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Yeah. That's the way to do it. I have to say your memes on the cloud campaign account are hilarious. I love them. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. you. Yeah. I, I try to get, get pretty creative with my memes. I don't like to be like a copycat. I like to, yeah, innovate, I think when it comes to that. Yeah. I love them. I love them. I think I featured them more than once in my weekly memo. Oh, amazing. (laughs) Where I share social media manager meme of the week. So you've been there a few times. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I got to tell my manager that. (laughs) Brownie point. Yes, absolutely. So I know you said you started interning last year, but how did you get started in social media management? Yeah, so it's actually pretty funny. So I am 23. So when I was 10, it was 2010, and I got Facebook for the first time. I was 10 years old. And my parents were not the kind of parents that were like aware of what was happening online. (laughs) And they like still don't have any social media at all. So I like really flew under the radar being like 10 years old and getting a Facebook and just doing whatever I wanted, which is terrifying to a lot of parents, especially nowadays. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But thankfully, nothing crazy happened. But yeah, so I like was on social media, like very young. And like, I even so I have older brothers as well. And I remember them being on MySpace and me being like, I want a MySpace. But then by the time I even could like, use a computer or have access to one, like MySpace was like done or whatever. So Uh, you're making me feel so old right now. (laughs) I'm like 10 years older than you. <laughs> it, in social media years, like, you know, there, there's a lot of differences in that. Yeah, that's, that's decades. Yeah, multiple decades. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I got a Facebook at 10. And then I remember at 12, I was in sixth grade and I got an Instagram because it just started to come about. And then, you know, all the other ones like Snapchat and stuff came later. But so I, you know, I was still... At the, like a young age when these platforms are kind of coming out and being big. But I think that kind of does give me like a little bit of a leg up because I like learned, I got an iPod when I was in seventh grade. So like, you know, I had just made an Instagram and then I had like this device with me all the time. So 
it was kind of like a, as I developed, I kind of developed with social media and how to like put myself out there. And thankfully, like nothing crazy happened. Like I said, you know, I was just a kid and everyone was just figuring out social media. Yeah, like I kind of learned to navigate that. And I think with that, I picked up how to read trends very easily and how to, you know, like stay up to date with new things coming out, like always being open to trying new things that are happening on the platform. So yeah, I feel like that kind of helped with it. But that's like going back very far. But then kind of moving to like high school and stuff, you know, I was thinking about what I wanted to do in college. And I remember being like, I kind of want to be a flight attendant. My mom was like, well, maybe do that after college. Like, I want you to go to college. Like, I didn't go. I want you to go. So I was like, okay, yeah. what could I go to college for? And I remember sitting in the kitchen with her and being like, you know, I I really love social media. And I feel like I'm kind of marketing myself on there. Like, you know, the pictures I post, like, I, I want people to like, look at that and be like, wow, like, she seems really cool. And like, I kind of do that in my conversations with different people. I market myself maybe different ways. Like, if you're a soccer player, I was going to bring up that I played soccer. But if you did theater, I was going to bring up that I did theater, you know? So I was like, thinking about how I market myself. And then I was like, whoa, I think I like marketing. So that was kind of like a really important conversation I remember having. And that kind of like has driven me since then, since I was like a junior in high school. And I, yeah, went to college for marketing and I absolutely love it. It is such a passion of mine. I love talking about marketing. I love talking about personal branding, any chance I can get. And yeah, social media, like specifically dialing into that, like was just such a great way for me to get involved in the marketing world at such a young age with really no experience beforehand. So my freshman year of college, I joined clubs and I said, hey, let me run the social media page. And that was like my first intro to that. And even during COVID, like, you know, I had this internship at this like big real estate, commercial real estate place, but they canceled it because COVID. And I was like, crap, what am I going to do now? And I just went to the local coffee shop, like right down the street from my parents' house. And I was like, hey, I see you guys trying on social media, but I think I could help you make it better. Made them a brand board, talked to them. They just gave me like some free coffee or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) But I like helped them like get their stuff together. And and now it's been like whatever, three years now. And they still kind of are using the colors that I pointed out for them. They're using the ideas, the templates I made for them. So it was really awesome to find social media and be able to use it to kind of push me forward in my career when other opportunities were falling through. And that's like part of why I really love social media and being a social media manager. Wow. I love that. So I love that throughout the whole your whole process and your story of developing into this industry that's new it's it's fairly new that you you were a go getter you were like this is what i like to do i want to do this and i'm going to put myself out there i'm going to go to the places i'm going to talk to the local coffee shop and join clubs like i'm going to get it done and i love that yeah thank you i am curious so parents who were not on social media How did they feel about you saying, hey, I'm going to do this for a living? Yeah. So my parents are like the most supportive people like ever. So yeah. And yeah, they they still like have no idea kind of what works (laughs) on social media. But I think I'm very open with my parents as well. So and, and because I love social media so much and like making my personal brand on there, I'm all the time like, mom, look at this post I made. Oh, yeah. And so she kind of gets it that way. Like I've, I've shown her mine and then I show her, like I'm excited about what I'm doing. So I show it to her. So she, and she trusts me at the end of the day to not overstep or post anything weird or it, it kind of started out that way. So then after, you know, I kind of was like showing her things. She was like, oh, that's great. Go do it. Whatever you can do, like they yeah. are passionate about, go ahead. So. I love that. She gets it. She gets it. 
We yeah. love a supportive parent. <laughs> yeah. My dad always tries to be supportive, but he's still like referring his friends to me for like website development, which is not what I do, but you know, he tries. Right. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> so what are your favorite and least favorite things about social media management? Well, kind of going off what we were just talking about, like I think it's it's pretty accessible and you can get into it even if you don't have experience, which I think is amazing. I think it's a great intro. Even if you're not doing like, you know, I went to a local place and tried to help them. Even if you're not, like you don't, you can't get one of them to say, yeah, help me. You can just make a page for a fake product or something and you can just build and show people that. And that could be a part of your portfolio. So I think it's super accessible and easy to get into. So that's like one thing that I think is really great. Something else, I think it's incredibly flexible with like timing wise. You know, I was in college, but I could still run my sorority, you know, Instagram page. Yeah. I could do internships and, you know, still be present in my personal life, my work life. And even now, like doing social media full time, 40 hours a week, I can still be in my bed at, you know, 11 p.m. and be looking at things. If I, you know, cut to work late or something, like I can make up the time really easily later. That can also be a really bad thing, though. <laughs> So that's maybe more con for some people, but yeah. Yeah, it depends on the person if it's a pro or a con. <laughs> right. And and also like when it comes to social media, like I just think it's so fun. Yeah. What a fun job. Like I make memes a lot and I make TikToks and like it's just so fun. Like yesterday I recorded a video of our CEO because we're going to do like a Q&A kind of series with him. And mm -hmm. it's just so fun. Like I just got to spend time talking to him and interviewing him when we laughed. And then I was editing the video and like, it's just such a fun job. You can be really creative in it and you can take like trends and be innovative. So I think it's really cool. You can be really impactful, innovative, creative. Yeah, I don't know. I just love it. I love like talking about this and explaining what I do to my friends because obviously they don't fully understand what goes yeah. into it all. So those are some things I usually tell them. I'm like, guys, guys, it's more than you think. <laughs> it's always more than people think. They think it's just posting on social media and like that's it. But there's there's a whole other world and decisions and things that go into, yeah. into these posts. So yeah, yes. totally get that. What about your least favorite thing? Yeah, I, I would say some of the least favorite things about being an SMM, it's more it, like it can be really draining. You know, it yeah. has this really fun side, but you have to be creative to be in this job. And every, you know, our creative meters fluctuate up and down. Some days we're really creative and some days we're feeling not so creative. And if you need to get something out that day, you're not feeling really creative. It kind of is like, ah, oh, like, yeah, I can't do this today. So there, there is that pro and con of that. And also, oh my gosh, especially this year, like algorithm changes have been insane. Yes. Keeping up with Instagram has just been a nightmare. So many changes. <laughs> yes. And I'm new in the field, you know, with like this being my first year and I like want to prove myself and prove that I can do this. And, you know, I see all these brands pop off online and then the CEO, he sits right next to me, these small company stuff, but he's like, hey, like this company did this and they like blew up. And I'm like, but if I did that, we definitely wouldn't. Or maybe we would. I don't know. Yeah. It can be really draining with all of those things. But, you know, you just got to keep those things in check. Like you can have your down days and be drained and, you know, not creative, but then, you know, you got to balance it with those days you are feeling creative and really at them and ready to go. And like, try to go viral that day or that week, yeah. go hard at it. Um, but it's a balance for sure. I think that striking that balance and like learning how to figure out what the balance is and when to like 
not push yourself and like let your creativity kind of reset itself. That's an important lesson to learn of like how to manage that and how to do that and like what the signs are that you're about to burn out. Because once you hit burnout, it's really difficult to recover, especially the longer that you're in it and not realizing you're in it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You have to be really in tune with yourself and yeah, what you have to give at that time. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things that you learn from experience. Like you have to burn out and like crash and burn out multiple times before you're like, oh, wait, I've done this before. I've been through this. Let's, you know, let's do something different so I don't burn out. Yeah. Yeah. What are some ways that, um, you know, maybe you can lighten me as yeah. <laughs> a younger marketer? What are ways that, you know, you kind of manage that or are in tune with yourself about burning out? Yeah. So I think when it comes from like a creative standpoint, I've learned to recognize when I'm feeling creative and like just lean into it, get as much creating done as I can. And then the days where I'm not feeling creative, if possible, I like work on other things or I'll, you know, I won't spend as much time creating because I'll know I'll be able to come back to it on a date when I am feeling creative. But that's only if you have flexible deadlines. Sometimes you just got to you have to push yourself, but I always recommend like setting specific times every week where you unplug, you're not thinking about business, you're not thinking about social media except from like a fun user standpoint. Like I watch TikToks that are like about books because I really like rom-com novels. So I'm on like book talk. I'm also on like historical TikTok where there's people talking about like stuff that happened in history and That's where I like to spend my time because even though it's like not directly related to work, it helps me feel, I don't know, I feel like it just, it gives my brain a break, but it still is fueling like my creativity in a way, like the subconscious. I don't know. I think just giving your brain a break and doing something you enjoy, really. (laughs) I agree. I agree. And I think that's interesting that you're yeah talking about being on social media to give your brain a break because I feel like I'm the same way, but I know there's a lot of social media managers that are like, I'm not being on any social platforms after the work day. Don't, you're not going to see me posting on my personal pages. Like it's not happening, but I'm more in the lane with you where it's like, yeah, on my free time, like I am scrolling at things and that I feel like fuels my creativity for the next work day. It's like, oh, I saw this trend. I saved mm-hmm. it. But I, you know, I didn't do work. I just thought about it and saved it. Like that's really simple and easy for me to do. But yeah, like I was just having fun and seeing what's going on. I think that helps you keep like a pulse on what's popular as well because being on your brand pages, you may not always see like what actually is trending and and actual feeds and stuff. Right. Exactly. And if you're marketing to people who are like people and not businesses, you want to be on people TikTok, not business TikTok. Yes. And on TikTok, especially, you know, you like like ideal customers, things, you're only going to get like, you know, whatever your yeah. industry is. And it's just going to funnel into that somehow. I'm like curious about UGC content and being a UGC creator, but I just get so much stuff for that. And I'm like, that's not really how campaigns cust- like ideal customer, but I'm just stuck in UGC TikTok sometimes. And I'm like, how do I get out of here? <laughs> We're going to take a really quick break from today's episode so that I can tell you exactly how to stop wondering where your next social media management client is because you can just use my list of the 35 best places to get more social media management clients instead. Get the free guide delivered straight to your inbox by going to my website. I'll link it in the show notes for you. 
Now, back to today's episode. As social media managers, like, we love social media, and I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, setting aside time to just consume as a human being. I'm on, like, mini cow TikTok and, like... (laughs) I'm on like cat Instagram reels. It has nothing to do with anything that I do, but I enjoy it. And I just, I don't know. I feel like in a roundabout way, it fuels my creativity. And maybe that's part of too, like keeping a positive relationship with social media, especially when there's so much negativity around social media within people's perceptions. I feel like social media managers, we have a love-hate relationship with social media. Yeah. But keeping that positive relationship between you and platforms, I think, is really positive. So not just being in tune with B2B TikToks or Reels or whatever, not just following competitors or ideal customers. Yeah. And having that separate space where it's just like, I'm just going to be a consumer and enjoy this so I can understand how other people may enjoy my content. And yeah, I think that helps with being a better social media manager, if you don't hate social media at the end of the day, you're going to maybe be more in tune and be able to produce better content for it. That is true. Very insightful. 100% agree. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I feel like I can get so introspective about social media, especially because of the really negative connotations that surround it. One of the things I don't like about being a social media manager is when I tell people what I do, they go to like, oh, I hate social media. And then they go on like yeah. I hate social media rant. But then I like will just follow up and be like, well, why? Like, why do you think that? Have you gone through the channels to make it better for yourself? Have you used the mute button? Have you mm-hmm. unfollowed people you don't enjoy seeing their stuff? I personally, on my personal pages, I turn off all the likes on my pictures and on other people's stuff. So Instagram's not about likes in my personal life because that was negative to me. And I've muted a lot of people from like my high school or whatever don't really enjoy seeing their stuff or bring negative feelings from when I was a child or whatever, you know? So I think there's ways to make social media positive for yourself. And that's something I've had joy in sharing that with people who aren't so in tune to all of the social media news and features and stuff that I have to be for work. So that's been something like turning a negative into a positive yeah, in that aspect. But it is just tiring. Like every time I tell people, oh, I do social media, they are like, oh, that's either so easy. Like you just scroll TikTok or it's a, I hate social media. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Totally get that. (laughs) I'm sure all social media managers have had that experience. Yes. I think it's a universal experience. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's about your experience on social media is what you make it. So it could be positive or it could be negative. Really, you have control and the platforms are giving you even more control nowadays with like muting and notifications and quiet mode. And like, you can make it a really positive one. And if you're a social media manager, I think it's important to take the steps to do that. Because like you said, having a positive relationship and experience with it, you'll create better content at the end of the day. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, all plays into that balance over burnout and just taking it into your own hands. Like as a social media manager, we should be fueled with the knowledge to make it a positive experience. And if mm-hmm. we're not, maybe, you know, investing some time into that so you don't burn out and you can be more productive and happy with what you're doing for longer. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of like productivity and burnout, I think something that 
aside from like the creative aspect of it, something else that helps is like getting rid of like tasks that you hate doing. And it's usually the uncreative stuff. So like admin work or like organization or just like uploading files back and forth and client communication and just doing that aspect of it, which is essential, of course, to social media managers, having like a system in place that helps handle all of that and you don't have to be so hands-on about it, I think makes a big difference too, as far as burnout goes. Right. And and personally, I hate analytics. I am not a numbers girly. Like I am like the creative marketing girly. I love those TikToks where it's like all the analytical emojis, girly, <laughs> marketing girlies. And then it's like all yeah. the fun creative emojis. And I'm like that the second one, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to get better at the analytics. But that's also, yeah, when you're not the best at stuff, having like a system to help you with that. So obviously like I work for Cloud Campaign, so I use Cloud Campaign and it definitely helps me with that a lot. I'm trying to get a lot better at paying a lot of attention to that kind of stuff and not just always going with my gut, although I think a healthy balance of it is important. But yeah, like you were saying too, with like managing client communications and staying organized too, like platforms like Cloud Campaign are awesome for that as well. Not to toot our own horn, but we work really <laughs> hard at making all these features in there so that people, marketers, especially social media managers, lives can be easier and that they don't hit that burnout as easily. So yeah, we have tools like our approvals feature is a crowd favorite. Like everyone loves it because it is so easy to use, especially because like we have our content library. If you aren't familiar with Cloud Campaign, you can upload your content into Cloud Campaign. It stays in a content library. And then you can just drag it into the calendar and then you can make approvals super easily based off of that stuff. And you just put it into one like approvals sheet and it's just you copy the link and you send it to your client and they can easily access it. They don't need a login code. They don't need a special browser or anything. They just get in there and they can approve content, leave comments super easily. And so I know that's incredibly beneficial to a lot of our customers. So that's like a crowd favorite I always hear. Personally, my favorite cloud campaign feature are category tags. Yeah. Because I'm not the best at analytics. And especially like a lot of analytical pages, it just gives you like impressions, engagement, reach, or something. Like gives you very generic, I mean important info, but very generic. And our categories feature allows you to kind of track whatever you want, which is really cool because you can be creative in this. And maybe that's part of why I like it because you can be creative in how you want to analyze things. So I have tags for like SMM focused stuff because I make a lot of content specifically for social media managers to educate or inspire them or, you know, teach them about our platform. So I have like SMM focused tags. I have all the four content pillars, education, inspiration, conversion, you know, you can make them as specific or broad as you want. So it's really cool. Like we just came out with a caption AI generator. And so I have an AI generated tag if I'm using AI to make stuff to see how it does. And I also have, okay. yeah, I also have a tag that's when I post about AI and seeing how that does. So I can see, oh, are people really enjoying AI content? Oh, is my AI generated content doing as good as my personal, like coming out of my brain content? So it's just you can be so flexible and really be creative in how you want to analyze data in that way. And I don't think I've seen that on other platforms. Like I've done obviously some competitor research. I just love that we have that and you can make it as you want it to be. Yeah. And that so the couple of things that I really loved using Cloud Campaign was the approval feature you mentioned, but like 
once a client hits approve, it automatically schedules to post. Yes. And so that is something that like so many social media managers hate scheduling. Okay. Yeah. So you don't have, you don't have to wait between like the, okay, client approved it. Now I have to go schedule it in a scheduler. Like it's an all in one. And that saves so much time, especially when you have a client who like, approves things at the very last minute and you don't have time to get it scheduled, yes. which you don't have that issue, but like a lot of, right. a lot of others do. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I worked in an agency for one of my internships. And so I did more stuff for like billboards or whatever, but I understood the struggle. I was like, oh my God, this billboard need to like go out this week and they haven't even responded. And yeah, that is a struggle. <laughs> yeah. It's something that you don't expect or think about but then like as you get into it and you're working with clients you're like okay we got we got to approve these deadlines like i i'm not constantly on my computer i need time to schedule so that eliminates that and then i also really love the reporting like you said i also use the categories and so like knowing what types of posts are performing really well or what gets more shares or more saves yeah i also loved how it told me like these particular types of posts, like carousels with short captions, yeah. were the top performers. That insight saves so much time. So I don't have to like manually go and do my research. Yeah. That page specifically has so much information if you dig into it and like really look at all that info. It's pretty insane that we have like software that will allow to like, it'll just look at that stuff and pull it immediately. You don't have to spend days like looking at each client's info and trying to figure out each person's. Because again, like if you're unfamiliar with Cloud Campaign, you can put each of your clients in its own brand workspace. So it's very organized and you don't have to like pull their data apart in one system. Like you can keep every client in their own space with all their own analytics and their own schedule and everything. So it's like very organized. Pretty amazing that what people can get done with our platform. And it's it's really cool too, because there's so many workflows that you can take. So we do like customer interviews, client interviews all the time to see how people are actually using our system because everybody can use it in a different way that makes sense and works for them and their team. So we all the time are like, okay, well, we thought it'd be used this way, but how are you using it? And then we learn new pathways through our own system. So it's pretty cool in that aspect too, that it can be like unique for each person's use. Yeah. It's very flexible. There's a lot of customization options. Yeah. So like depending on how your brain works or like who your clients are, you can make it work for you. Right. Definitely loved it, which is why I wanted to try Cloud Campaign and I started using it for my agency just because of all of the options. And I'm a huge data nerd. I love the insights. I'm I'm the I'm the analytics girly. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the reporting feature really got me. All of that data is just right there and it saves hours of time and it tells you exactly what you need. You can just show it to your clients too. So you don't have to like yeah. try to explain it to them. You can just be like, listen, like it's right here. Like this is what I'm talking about. This is why yeah. I do this. So it really kind of helps you inform them and kind of keep them in the loop because I'm sure a lot of clients, that's why they're hiring you is because they don't understand how to, you know, look at their analytics and make it better or how to just do it in general. So it's really awesome. And because our platform is white labeled too, like a lot of our customers use it kind of as their own platform and kind of put it in their packages and sell it off to customers as well. If they do have customers that do understand how to use social media, but they just need a platform, they even take our platform and sell it to other people. So it's a really cool model, I think, with the white capabilities there. So That's very cool. There's a lot there. And I also like you can generate like a monthly report. 
So what I do is I'll generate the report and it's kind of an interactive report, which is cool too. It's not just like a flat PDF. And then I'll do like a screen recording and I'll screen record myself walking through the report and explaining it further for my clients. And that seems to be like what they really like. So that's kind of how I use that part of it. See, yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't heard someone say that before, but I'm like, that's genius. And now I'm going to recommend other people to do that because that's amazing. Really, when we talk to customers, though, like we learn so much. And I will throw in a little sneak peek. I didn't get permission to say this, but I will. It's okay. <laughs> we can delete it if you like come back and are like, hey, we can't say this. <laughs> right, right. I think it'll be okay. But yeah, so Cloud Campaign, we've been talking internally about, you know, revamping our analytics. So that could be coming soon in the future. Is, you know, updated analytics with some new info for you guys to go through. Okay. And also, like, we have story posting coming, like, so soon because yes. it just got released for Meta. So we're super excited to add that to our integrations that we have. So exciting things. We are constantly, you know, updating new features. I work with engineers, so I'm in the office with engineers. So constantly they are, like, talking about all this stuff that's going to be happening. And I'm like, oh, we're, oh that's going to happen? Okay, cool. <laughs> we're going to make a post about that. Like, yeah. So it's really neat to like be in that position and also be like, oh, you know, I think you guys should call it this because that's what more people natively call it is, you know, a story posting instead of like, you know, whatever, something more technical jargon because a lot of our engineers aren't the best at social media too. So that's another like interesting part about being yeah, like <laughs> a creative marketing girly in an office of more analytical minded people. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I love that. I am excited to see the new analytics thing. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to make things better for our people. So I love that. And it's very obvious how much you care about your customers. Like I've had multiple meetings with you and cloud campaign and yes. just all of the things. I just really love the company. You guys are doing great things. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We try. We try. <laughs> if there's anything you wish someone had told you before you got started in social media management, what would it be? being a recent college grad, getting like my first job and stuff. And, you know, I had some experience within it, not necessarily all corporate, but I had, you know, social media experience. I was like, I'm ready to go. I'm going to, I have all these ideas. Like I think I, I call myself an idea girl because I just have so many ideas constantly firing in my head. And I just was like, okay, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to do all these things. I have all these ideas and I'm going to make our social media like so good. And like, you know, you just have all these ideas up front. And I think that also plays into the balance over burnout is like, you have to slow your roll and you don't always have to try to execute all your ideas all at the beginning, especially when you're taking over a new brand page or you're coming in and working on a page that you know needs some help. Like you don't have to overhaul it all in one day, in one week. You know, you can take time, learn their brand voice, learn their customers, learn their industry, and then take that information and slowly apply it. It doesn't have to be like a huge big change right away. I think that maybe is like a misconception within the social media world or just overzealous social media managers like myself kind of forget about the slow burn process of it. And that also will help with the balance over burnout thing, you know, just taking your time to get the platform, the account, the client, or you, you know, just go full force. Yeah. And I think it's hard because you're excited. You're like, yeah. I have so many ideas. I'm excited. I can make big changes. I know what I want to do. But then your energy level doesn't match all of those ideas. And so you kind of have to, you know, piece yourself. I mean, write those ideas down so you don't forget them, but you don't have to create them right then. Yeah. 
Exactly. I think that goes with like content as well. Yeah, you can have a lot of ideas for content, but if you post all your amazing ideas the first week, like what are you going to do the rest of the month, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I got to pace it out a little bit with that stuff. Yes. Very, very solid advice. Well, thank you so much for coming on here and taking the time to chat with me. It's always so much fun talking to you. Thanks. Yeah, I know. We always have a good time. (laughs) Yes. Where can people find you? Yeah. Okay. Well, first off, you can follow us at at Cloud Campaign. It's my work account, but my face is everywhere because I'm the (laughs) only manager. So you're going to think, is this her account? No, it is Cloud Campaign's account. I'm just on there all the time. Or you can follow my personal page because I do love my personal branding. And that's at Maya Shell, M-Y-A-S-H-E-L-L. I know there's a thousand ways to spell Maya. So that's why I put mine out there. But yeah, so you can follow us where our cloud campaigns pretty much on everything. Feel free to message our account. It'll be me that's responding to you. So if you just want to chit chat with me through there about cloud campaign, let me know. Uh, if you just want to be friends, like in the SNM world and, you know, follow each other's journey, you can totally just follow my personal page. I love that. Slide in my DMs and let me know because then that you're an SMM too. And I will 100% follow you back. If I don't know who you are, I may not. So <laughs> there we are trying to watch some stranger danger, you know? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we've learned some things since we were 10. <laughs> yes, we've learned a little bit of things. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that, I think that's where you can keep up with me and keep up with Cloud Campaign and stay in all the know about our new features that we have coming out that I teased a little bit there. So yes, but yeah, I think that's where you could get in touch with us. Perfect. And I'll link it all in the show notes so everybody can find everything that they need to find. Well, thank you so much for coming on here, Maya. I will chat with you again soon. Yeah, it was so much fun. Thank you again. Oh my gosh. She's amazing. Definitely go follow her. She is so much fun. And she actually wore a pink blazer. I know you can't see it, but she wore a pink blazer specifically for me to match my branding. And I love that so much. I also have a special discount code for you that I negotiated. So for Cloud Campaign, you can use my link or my special code and get 20% off for up to 12 months. And that's with code SPM20. And I'll link that in the show notes for you as well. If you have any friends who are social media managers, share the link to this episode with them and help them out. And if you're not already following this podcast, make sure you hit the follow button or the plus button in Apple Podcasts. You can get brand new episodes delivered straight to your podcast app every Friday. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Learn more about my digital template shop, online courses, and mentorship program by going to my website at sugarpunchmarketing.com. And while you're there, make sure you join my safe, supportive community created exclusively for social media managers. It's 100% free to join and packed with really amazing resources, trainings, and people. See you next time.